Hey, this is Gary. This is Mike. And Daniel. We're not professionals. We're just three addicts sharing our experiences, strength, and hope regarding recovery. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to other addicts and to practice these principles in our lives. All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 12th Step Podcast. This is Daniel. And this is Gary. And this is Mike. Yes, this is Mike from across the distance of the country. Still, it's it's wonderful. Still That's right. across country and still trying the uh, trying out our new technology. Yeah. Round round two, <laughs> round technology. two. Yes. So uh, last episode, you probably heard uh, Mike accidentally got hung up on. Uh, we'll make sure that doesn't happen this time. That's right. Any hanging up will be intentional. <laughs> I hope not, because <laughs> it's all going to be my fault, and then he's going to have everything to blame me for. Um, Daniel, it's always been your fault. If there's true. ever been a problem with the technology, it's always your You're fault. You're right. I'm a redheaded stepchild. It's always my <laughs> fault. <laughs> so, uh, again, we got another fantastic email uh, from one of our listeners reaching out to us. Uh, so we want to address that. Uh, so this one is from T. Uh, and we're going to read the email, which is, Team, I'm on day one of this, and I could really use some help deciding what books it uh, etc. to help work, uh, work through this. Thank you for doing the Do You Have a Problem episode. It solidified everything for me, and now I need to really do the work because I'm definitely a low-bottom addict. Thank you, T. So, you know, thank you for sending in your message, and we're grateful that you, you know, took the opportunity to listen to some of our episodes, and it helped you. Yeah, thank you. And you're, you're taking the steps uh, forward in your recovery and trying to make this uh, more solidified in your life. So that's extremely important. I mean, there are definitely a multitude of books and resources yeah. out there. Before we jump into that, I just want to I just want to say thank you again. It's it's so gratifying to get a little bit of feedback and know that some of the things we're putting out there are, are a benefit. Yes. You know, because keep in mind that you know, we named our podcast the 12th Step Podcast mm-hmm. for a reason. This is us doing our step work. Yes. This is us working through our recovery. So to know that, that uh, and to, to have it reinforced that what we're doing has meaning outside, that our experiences have meaning outside us is actually really, really gratifying and very helpful, at least for me. I think I can speak for the others on that too, but. Yeah, no, I it, think so. it definitely okay. is grateful. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. I want to, I want to point something out also that I, that I picked up out of this email. First of all, he says, I'm on day one. First of all, T welcome to the universe of uh, of recovery uh it's it's glad to have you we're, we're thrilled to have you here we're glad that you're involved that you're moving forward i mean day one is is just as relevant as as day four years two months and 14 days for me so uh the, the fact of the matter is, is that you're here that you're engaged that you're recognizing the fact that you have a problem i love the fact like gary has pointed out that you listened to uh, do you have a problem that was I think uh, if I'm recollecting correctly, that was nearly one of the very first episodes that we did. Uh, and I think that's fantastic that you listen to that and recognize from that that, oh, my word, I do have a problem mm-hmm. with it, that, that, I, that I've learned something from these people and that I need to get moving forward. So here you are on day one, just starting forward down a lifelong path a lifelong change in your behavior. So we're thrilled to have you. Yeah. And you know what? Day one is a do you know day one for me it's where everything was different Mm because for the first time and i couldn't remember i had hope so yeah welcome 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 yeah 
That's great. That's fantastic. Well, all right. Well, uh, let's let's jump in. Let's uh, jump in. There's a number of great resources. There are. There's I think of- I think we should probably highlight um, stuff that we might call the absolutely like the canon, the absolutely necessary right. stuff to go through, and then maybe we could just highlight some stuff that that we found helpful or meaningful in our own mm-hmm. individual studies, things like that. Um, well, I mean, definitely uh, the thing, at least for me, that I think we'll probably jump into is the Recovery Zone books. Yes. Um, you know, Facing the Shadows and then Recovery Zone 1 and 2, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we call SAGE Yeah. Um, when working with our uh, collective therapist. And th- both of those workbooks uh, are, at least in my mind, are pivotal uh, yes. to use. Well, we've all used them and we've all had a great deal of success in yeah. using them. So those those books have been... Absolutely great. I would, you could broaden that out to pretty much anything Patrick Carnes has done is going to be really, really good. Yes. Uh, I've really enjoyed uh, Don't Call It Love. That was a book that I read that he did. Also, The Gentle Path Through the Twelve Steps was yes. a workbook that I used and really, one. really liked. I know. I'm going to highlight a couple of things about these. And, and the word you're using over and over again is that these are workbooks. Uh, there are a couple of great things, no doubt about it. It's a printed book, but the idea of work suggests that there's all kinds of thought-provoking um, assignments associated with this book, and that's the great thing about these things is that this is this is a process of work. This is an opportunity to really evaluate how you got here and how do I get out of it. And I and and his workbook, the you know the Patrick Carnes resources that we're referring to, every one of them are a workbook. Right? Yeah, Gentle Guide Through the Twelve Steps has some very, uh, some very deep and meaningful steps that they want you to do in step work. But but the Sage One materials uh, may do a deeper dive and may leave specific step work, but but focus are built around the steps. But it's important to really evaluate um, at, at a at a really in-depth level about what are our lives? What are the problems that we've dealt with? What are the things that we're doing in our life that brought us to this place? Right. What are we hiding from? Uh, what was our what was our upbringing like? All those things are relevant worksheets that we get to spend some time with and think about. And the reason for that is, is because it helps us understand who we are and why we're here. Now, it may be worthwhile to go through this information with the counselor, uh, but at least these are workbooks. These, the intention is is for us to do some work to find out some things about us. Yeah, at very least you should go through them with a counselor. I think they're yes. ideally designed to go through in a in a group therapy kind of setting. I think. And don't let that don't let yeah. that scare you don't, off. Don't let know? that no. scare you off. Yeah, for sure. Don't. Um, I know in my own circumstance when I mentioned to Shane. Uh, Hey, this has been fun. Gee, what's going on? Well, I want you to start a group, he said. And I said, I, I don't do group activities. And he stood up and shook my head and he and I shook my hand and said, well, then we're done here. Um, and I thought, my word, th- seriously, that's it? We're done? He said, yeah. He said, because anybody that works through uh, my counseling sessions, we do group work. And if you're not willing to be part of a group, then I, I can't help you be successful. So don't let that intimidate you. No, that actually turned out to be immensely helpful yes. i think for all of us uh, let's see another book connected with that kind of stuff is there was one that was called out of the shadows yeah that's one i was going to talk about yeah that's yeah. the one that um my wife went through when they started the the their wives group the kind of a codependent or a understanding sexual addiction piece that was really helpful for my wife so that was another excellent one and do you know what i went through it 
while she was going through it. And it had a lot of, it helped. It was very helpful for me to understand where she was coming from and how much work she actually had to do based on some of the stuff that I had done. So also very good. Yeah. Uh, I think some of the other stuff would be uh, at the same time that you're working through this with a counselor would be joining a 12 step program, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which makes the, uh, of course we're all, we're all SAA advocates, not SA, but SAA advocates, which means then there's a, there's a green reading book associated mm-hmm. with SAA. And that I think is a, that's just one of the, that's just one of the core pieces of material that you ought to have with you at all times, um, which gives just a ton of information. But in addition to that, it actually gives a variety of different stories of people who are in yeah. the recovery process, which is incredibly helpful when somebody is in a difficult spot. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? Now that I think about it, uh, one of the 12-step groups that I first started with, uh, it, was a, it was a sex addiction group, but they used the blue book from AA mm. from their reading material. And, and it was kind of funny because as they'd read it, they'd just substitute the word alcoholic for sex addict yeah. or addict. And, and believe it or not, there was a tremendous amount of insight even from that. That was actually very helpful too. Yeah. Since most of these programs are derived from the SA, or from, I'm sorry, from AA? the AA model, that's a, I can see how that would be just incredibly helpful. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, and the big, you know, what they call that, the big book or the blue book? Or the yeah, the big book. the big book. Yeah, the big book. And I think there's a ton of information that flows from that 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 finds its way into literally all this material. So yeah, that's that's a great resource. Well, and the great thing about SAA, you know, being in that environment, you or even in the group environment, you start seeing that there are other individuals struggling mm-hmm. because I mean this is a very isolating type thing you start oh, yeah. drawing further and further inwards because you you know because of the addiction and you start feeling worthless and all the other negative thoughts that are bombarding you so you don't really project your true authentic self out there and you know you start pushing people away but when you go yeah. to these groups you know you find solidarity you find a brotherhood you find other individuals struggling with the same thing and I think uh, especially with the Patrick Carnes books, it really helps show that that you're not the only one struggling oh, yeah. with this. There are others struggling with it. These are the things that they've gone through. I'm, there, I mean, there's several stories, even in the Green Book and in, in these books, that just show how people's lives became unmanageable and fell apart because of their addiction. But then it wraps it up with there's still hope, mm-hmm. and this is how they came back from it. I do want to point out, that, you know, we're talking about all of these books and, and different mm-hmm. things like that. And, you know, I think, uh, I think Adam in, the, in his last email said, we should write a book. Maybe we should. People <laughs> tell me that we should. Um, but I've noticed that, that all of these books, no matter what I've read, no matter what I've gone through, I've always gotten more out of it when I'm sharing that with my counselor or my, my, my group therapy mm-hmm. people or the people that I mentor or my 12 step group, you know, there's that forging connection. It's, a little bit like a book club that way, I suppose, yeah. you know, when you go through this material because, you know, you get your insight and then their insight. So, and so my point in bringing that up was, is that there is a lot of really, really good self-help books and things like that out there, but you're going to get the most benefit out of it when you process them with other people. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, even though there are tons of great books, there's also some misinformation out there too. So mm-hmm. as you're reading through it, you know, see what fits well for you, what what makes sense, what sounds good, and then talk to your therapist about it because sure. they're going to be able to clarify that and help solidify if that is 
truth or not. Yeah. I can also tell you that at the back of all of those workbooks that we're talking about by Patrick Carnes, that there are lists of great additional readings. <laughs> yeah. Like pages and pages. pages and pages of them. And very specific. No shortage too. of good things to read. Absolutely no shortage whatsoever of good things to read. That's for sure. And Patrick Carnes is without a doubt, one of the most widely read in this, in this particular field. Yeah, so he knows, he knows his stuff. He knows his stuff. So yeah, the resources that he's referring to, the stuff that he's quoting out of are just phenomenal reads, absolute phenomenal reads in terms of getting, uh, you know, some of the best and up-to-date information pertaining to this particular, this particular issue. So we're not talking about somebody who just doesn't know much about anything. He's very, very good at this particular topic. Yeah. And I mean, what I would also suggest to T, you know, now that he is, you know, like he said, he's starting out, it's day one. Get in to see a therapist. Find a, a CSAT therapist that's going to help you uh, move along this path. Go find a 12-step group. Um, start participating there. Get, find some uh, some other individuals that are struggling with the same uh, addiction and find some, some people to lean on there to be able to reach out and be accountable to. Uh, find a sponsor. Start doing your step work. Mm -hmm. You know, this is the perfect opportunity. The iron is hot. You know, let's jump on this mm -hmm. and start moving forward uh, so that, you know, a year from now, you can say, wow, my life is so much better than I could have ever imagined. I think the I think that Carnes did a book called The First 130 Days, yeah. which was a day-by-day. -day, uh, I got I to look that up. While you're looking that up, I'm going to hop on something as well. I don't know how old this email is. Daniel, you could probably tell us that, which means uh, probably it's, it's only a, it's only a few days. Yeah, uh, there's, there's a possibility that T has relapsed since then, and I want to I'm going to speak to that T. That just because a relapse may have occurred doesn't mean that that's it. This is all washed up. There's uh, there's no hope for me or any of those things. None of that stuff exists. The fact of the matter is is that you started a day or so ago, and believe it or not, a relapse is very much uh, a part, and often oftentimes very informative part of our recovery. So don't lose hope about the fact that maybe something's happened since the time of us responding to this and the time that you actually emailed us. Um, the things to learn from all of that is, is that, hey, I, I've got a problem here. I know I've got a problem. And there's people out there who can help me. There are resources out there that can help me. And I can overcome this. And that's the relevant most important piece. Yes, there's going to be, there's going to be slip ups along the way. There's going to be mistakes made. Um, but there's nothing lost in any of that. Every time we make a mistake, it's what can I learn from the mistake I made and how can I fix that? And that's, uh, that's part of recovery. That's just part of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, so on gentlepath.com, he has a recovery starter kit, which is the first 130 days. Yeah, okay. That's what yeah. it was. Yep. Thank you, Daniel. Yeah, so you can, you can pick that up. That will help you. Um, I'm kind of going through this list in the back of the book. And I just need to shout this out because I think it's funny. Sure. It says in the uh, additional recommended reading section from Recovery Zone 2, it lists Lord of the Rings from Tolkien. Sweet. <laughs> we need to bring that up so to Shane. I should highlight that and yeah. show him. You need to highlight it and say, you can't dog on this anymore. It is official uh, recovery canon. <laughs> That's right. Well, do you know what? It In Recovery Zone, now... All seriousness, in, in Recovery Zone 2, he uses the model of the hero's yeah. journey and, and highlights a lot of the points in that book. And actually, if you read that book with a recovery eye, it is actually pretty yeah pretty cool. Very, very cool. So 
Let me speak to the people who don't even pick up that book. Stay completely <laughs> You're fine. Do you know what? Since since we're t- talking about personal favorites, too, that I've really, really enjoyed, and I know Mike does a lot more reading than I did, so he probably has a list a mile long, but I really enjoyed The Four Agreements. Yeah, that's on my That list. was a fantastic book. I really enjoyed uh, 12 Rules for Life. That was the Jordan Peterson book. I like that. Mike, you got some that you like? I- I do have a handful that I've really enjoyed. Uh, one specifically, um, uh, The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, yes, that That's one's very good. One. Um, that one is a uh, uh, not necessarily specific to this particular um, to this particular addiction that I'm experiencing, but, but more importantly helps me understand um, what, what my mind and what my body is teaching me or trying to tell me um, that, that's very much been a part of my addictive behavior. So... I think uh, I, I found it to be, now I will tell you right now, this is no simple read, right? This has got to be 500 pages uh, that are, that are they might be in eight font print, and there's no pictures. There's absolutely no pictures. No. So this is, this is not an easy read, but it is incredibly informative. So I think that's a great read as well. And I, and I think it's an ancillary read to some of the stuff we're talking about, right? So this I wouldn't recommend this to be to be started right with day one with your Sage One book. I think I think a person would have to be a ways down the path of recovery to then want to understand perhaps uh, the body keeps the score, the method and the message of body keeps the score information. That's that's a that's a topic that is that's really relevant to your whole entire process, but it's not an immediate read. There's yeah. much more important stuff than that. Yeah, I mean so, a uh, similar one to that one that uh, I enjoyed reading uh, was The Emotion Code. It's very similar to that, but it helps you to work through and release those trapped emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot of us are running from emotions and stuff like that. So that really helped me to recognize which emotions were coming up, you know, because uh, Eric pushed stuff away so much I couldn't recognize what was there and allowed me to identify them and then be able mm-hmm. to process and let them go. A lot of these additional reads that we're talking about are going to be far more useful to you once you have waded in a little bit and and have done some of the work in these in these uh, Carnes workbooks or these twelve step workbooks that we're talking about. Yeah. Part of the reason, and I'll just I'll just sort of illuminate as to why that is. One of the great things about the body keeps the score is it talks about breathing, Uh, Mm -hmm. the sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems, and and how breathing affects that. Right. Apparently. uh, uh, in the breath in helps one and, and, and breathing out helps the other and keeps us in balance. And what happens when we get worked up and nervous is we start breathing shortly and we're not, our short breaths aren't getting us exactly what it is that we need to make those systems function properly. Well, addiction fits beautifully into that, right? As I start getting worked up about something, my breathing is off, which means that my mind takes me down some path that is, uh, that's completely destructive. Uh, and it took me to acting out behaviors. As I started getting getting worked up, I stress a lot about a variety of different things. So the book illuminated some of those things for me as being a possible, being a possible um, tool to help me to help me in my recovery path. And I'll be darned if that doesn't help. That's a tremendous help for me. As it's as I figured out ways to, I may be, for instance, in the mall and see some stuff that may be completely inappropriate, and realize that I may not be breathing properly. And so if I can just breathe, I can work through some of those particular issues. It's a fantastic tool. When I find myself getting worked up, that's all coming out of body keeps the score kind of thing. But that's, that's, that's tool books, tool, 
kit stuff that you'll want later in life once you understand or later in your recovery once you understand the fact that you've got this particular addictive problem yeah and, it's, uh, i was going to go say ahead. that breath work is is pivotal to meditating oh yeah and meditation exactly. and all of that's relevant to recovery yeah you know it's kind so, of funny kind of funny you say that this is a little aside but do you know do you know uh one of the first recovery tools that i came across was slowing down and just taking a breath mm -hmm. and then i would i would listen to a clock and hear it tick and i would take a breath and i think okay there's one more there's one more there's one more second you know anyway <laughs> I'd, I'd do that when i get worked up so i'm going to add one more piece to it one of the things that the body keeps the score points out and uh uh and i we should be quoting the author here it's uh kurt vander vander kolk i think is his name um great great guy great read uh, Norwegian, but one of the things he talks about is yoga. Um, now, uh, there's very there's unique disciplines within yoga. Each one having you know specific body movement things like that. The yoga that I'm actually working with, uh, the yoga instructor is working literally all on mind related things and ways that we can overcome stress. And I, I think meditation, all of that fits comfortably into what we're talking about. But the interesting thing about that is is that um, that's one of the things that was brought up in this book, and so I sought out this particular yoga instructor and has been providing some things that calm me down. And she's been able to work with me on a handful of things that, that help me relax. And just that, just that connecting with my body and trying to understand what it is that my body's trying to tell me in the moment has a tremendous effect on how my mind comes back to being present, which is a relevant concept in the, in the discovery of recovery. So... Uh, all of that stuff, again, very helpful, very relevant, very important, but we needed to have done the work in, this, in, the, in the universe of, of do I have a problem and is there, is there an addiction going on and recovery-related things prior to that. Mike, every now and then you'll do or say something that makes me really proud of you. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this was one of those moments. I was just thinking I would give anything to go back to four years ago, Mike, and say, do you realize that you're going to be talking about the benefits of yoga on a sex addiction podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you're going to be espousing the benefits of, of doing all of the work that will, and I just, yeah, that, that pleases me. But, but you know, you really do, you really do know what you're talking about when you say you've got to do the work because you really have done a lot of work. <laughs> There's, yes. there's a lot of work around this. This is not a. This is not a. Just take the blue pill and, and go to bed. This is. There's a lot of work associated with this. So, um, I've been at it now for uh, just over six years. My first uh, uh, wandering into Shane's office after a busy, busy season. Uh, I was a mess. Couldn't uh, couldn't function. Was not. I I'd had the worst week that I'd ever had. I think I'd spent an inordinate amount of money, and I was I was just bouncing from. Um, prostitute to massage therapist to whatever I could do to try and figure out my life and it was not going well and to realizing that I really had a problem I was non-functioning and um, it's been six plus years and in that you're right the, the amount of work with all of this the amount of literature I've read the amount of the counseling that I've gone to the sessions that I've been a part of the group therapies all of them and of course the SAA stuff uh, has amounted to lots of hours, lots and lots of hours. And so in all of that, when I first met you, had you ever said to me, hey, guess what, in six plus years from now, you'll be on a podcast talking about <laughs> yoga, 
as a tool for overcoming sex addiction would never have crossed my mind. Oh. <laughs> so it's been a it's been a fun path. <laughs> just imagine what you'll be what you'll be doing in six more years. I know. I was just thinking. We're gonna get you we we made a joke once early early. We're gonna put Mike on we're a gonna billboard. put Mike on a billboard. <laughs> as <laughs> the face of recovery and he just that is not funny no no but what funny. makes it funny is is that that with with mike he always says i will never do this and then that's i've always taken that as a cue to okay then that's probably the next thing that we need to start doing <laughs> so someday when you guys are out there and you're driving down the street and you see you see mike's good looking good looking picture on the 12th step recovery he's our he's our poster boy <laughs> Well, I, I'm just kind of going back to T, what I would say, you know, even though this is day one, you know, look at Mike, for example. Oh, yeah. You know, six years ago, you know, he was, like he said, bouncing from place to place to place just to try to make it, to, to make it throughout the day. And now look where he is six years later, because he's done the work. He's read, he, you know, he's gone to 12 step. He's worked with a therapist. He's done the work, you know. And it truly what he says at the end of every episode is exactly what he lives. Yeah. And if you can live even a small portion of that, how much richer and better will your life yeah. be in six months, in a Mike, year? Mike is not the same person. No. And it's a much, much better version of himself. And the beauty of it is is that six years ago, he could not conceive of himself mm -hmm. the way that he is now or probably how much better his life is. Yeah, I mean, I'm not even as far in. I mean, it'll be... This coming August will be four years, but I'm still not the same person that I know no, I met. You've you've done tremendous you. amount of work. Yeah. I, do you know what I like about this calling in thing? It's so much easier to be nice to him when he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. You're gonna hang up on me now, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> we love you, man. I'm so I really am so proud of you. You have no idea. You guys are great. <laughs> well, folks, um, hopefully T we've been able to answer your question. Uh, there is a lot of material out there uh, to read. Uh, if you have any further questions, feel free to reach out to us. We'd mm -hmm. be more than happy to answer those. As if you heard the last episode, Adam, and this, he's written in multiple times. We love hearing from all of our listeners. It helps guide us and directs us in the, where we need to hit for you guys. Yeah, um, We can definitely come up with topics, but it's even better when we hear from you so that we can narrow in. Uh, so any other listeners out there that are struggling or are just not quite sure if they should, uh, you know, reach out to us, do it. You know, the worst that can happen is we're going to answer it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? We'd like to hear your success stories yeah. too. Because believe it or not, that's very encouraging to us. And I would, I would love to do an episode where we talk about some successes. Yeah. That would be great. That would be a great episode. So. That would be a fantastic episode. That would be great to talk about. Yes. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap this up because uh, there's another one in the can for us. And yeah, this is Daniel saying, find humility in your recovery. And this is Gary saying, do the next right thing. And this is Mike saying, do the work necessary to find the peace that recovery can bring. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like this episode, please give us a five-star rating on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you find us. As a fellowship of recovering addicts, Sex Addicts Anonymous offers a message of hope to anyone who suffers from sex addiction. Check out saa-recovery.org.